Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Can you see that I've still got last night's set list under one of my hands? I absolutely... You, you write it on the opposite side to me, so you write it in your sweaty, sweaty pants. I can't believe you're still touching it knowing that it hasn't been properly scrubbed. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> oh, I didn't put that in cinema. Hello and welcome to Trusty Hogs, a podcast where we're amazing and then we have an amazing guest and then we solve one of your amazing problems. It's... Bananas are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 20. It's Helen Burr and Catherine Bohart. We're just two wacky fucking mental bitches. <laughs> Please out make here the truth. I actually hate this intro more than I can say. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't. And that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs or maybe not. Welcome. What you do this week? To Trusty Hogs. <laughs> You're doing that again. Okay. Through the fog. No, make it. <laughs> um, I was... No, I, I feel like we need to talk about you this week. Oh, that's kind. A lot of people are concerned what? and have questions oh, about God. what's happening on the top of that beautiful Irish head of yours. <laughs> are they concerned? And personally, as a feminist, I'd rather they were questioning what was going on inside of that Irish head of yours. <laughs> but they're not. It's all about my hair, isn't it? Your hair curls are just, you're thriving at the moment. I'd say the last three weeks of episodes, you've just been glowing it's Thank like you. it looks like you're ready to compete in irish river dance at any <laughs> given moment which Thank i see you. as a positive i'll take it you know what i'm 33 mm-hmm. and i've only in this last two months decided to just fucking accept my hair is curly Correct. it's curly like i've always 
I've always had it curly some of the time, mm-hmm. but generally, like for shows or for you know going out, I would do. You've straightened. I've seen you straighten yeah. it into a French plait. I straighten it and then I'll plait it or I'll straighten it and then curl it again. Mm-hmm. Or um, I also for a long time did the twist method. You know where like you wrap it around your fingers. I know like, it, but I've never done okay, it. Yeah, but then you need like eight hours for it to dry and shake <sighs> it, and it looks amazing. But you, I don't always have time for that. So no. I have recently embraced the fact that it is just naturally curly, and people either have had two reactions some people have gotten in touch to be like it's amazing how do i what do we do yes and i am going to answer some curly girl questions because actually thank you i didn't know mm-hmm. and the other reaction is to be like hey i saw your fringe you okay <laughs> and um which i think is a good question like you know i have a theory i've had it for a long time like the higher the fringe the worse the mental health oh sure and, and I that don't includes disagree. fringes at all points no matter 100%. how low it is there's still something going on daddy's not hugging someone's not fucking <laughs> You have been recently left. That's sure. a concern. Have I only ever had a fringe after traumatic events? Sure. But Handy this, one I, this one's actually just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. You say it and then immediately look off to the side. Like you can't even be honest with yourself. <laughs> um, well, the thing that started me into accepting my curls is I went to I went to finally to a place that actually cuts curly hair, which I can't recommend strongly enough. Tell us all about it. They actually know what they're doing. They don't use razors and wreck your curls. And also everyone else there has curly hair. And I don't know why that made me feel weirdly emotional but when I went to this no but you don't understand when everyone else is getting like when literally you're like oh hey my hair is curly and they're like cool so we'll blow dry it and you're like okay no no I think it's the equivalent of me going into the tool section or long tool Sally and I'm like oh my god my people that's it and it's just nice to be like they're gonna like they assume you want your hair as it is Mm -hmm. um, which is nice and I want you to tell me about it because I actually have naturally curly hair I have brushed and serumed this out what and I am gonna do what I do I do. I'm like a little duckling. Helen, you'd and be gorgeous with curly hair. Stop it. I, 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 you would be gorgeous. I like- look like the angels from the Philadelphia advert back in the day. Do you remember this? And they'd be like, That's- buy Philadelphia and stir it into your pasta with chicken. <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, babes. How, how angelic. Philadelphia and find your chicken and wrap it with ham. <laughs> Date night. <laughs> And they would all be on a cloud with a harp and they'd all have like crazy curly hair with cherry tomatoes in it. So angelic. (laughs) Okay, well, whatever you tell me, I'm going to do and then debut it next week. I would absolutely love that. Okay, first thing to say is I get my hair cut at Unruly Curls. There are lots of other great places that do curly haircuts, Mm -hmm. but I think the main thing is to just check they do. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing to say is this is something I have only just learned. It matters when you put your product in. So the, my hairdresser's like, I don't care whether you use mousse. I don't care whether you use like a curly girl serum, if you use an oil, whatever. She's like, it doesn't really matter. Like any old product, they all do the same thing. But she's like, you've got to put it in when your hair is soaking wet. Like, okay. Like, we even get out of the shower. So, like comb it through your hair and then scrunch, 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 scrunch until it all like. With all your the, hands? Yeah. So like I throw my head over, put it, I use Tiggy Catwalk, but that's just because it suits my hair. I comb two pumps of that through upside down and then I scrunch it scrunch it scrunch it until I get all the heavy wet out of it and then don't touch it just leave it alone until it dries not even a diffuser hair oh you dryer? can do a diffuser that okay. is the only alternative but if you're going to just let it dry naturally just leave it alone stop touching it you're going to make it frizzy right but I, the idea that you I would always tell dry or dry at least and yeah. then put my product through then brush it through then scrunch and she's like oh my god no just put it in and leave it alone it's too late to scrunch it then yeah and also, you, so it was fascinating. And then it's sort of this one. That can't be it. That 
That is just it. leave it. That is it. I That's know. That's like when people with flawless skin, like fucking like M in the corner no, no, no. there. Just like, what's your secret? Nothing. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> yes, I just have no pores. No, but this is this involves putting a product in properly, upside down. But here's the thing, right? Then I was like, that can't be right. But then here, so then it dries and I need to scrunch it out a little bit more because it goes a bit crunchy and I don't like that vibe. Um, but here's the thing. I, I thought that... Okay, now I'm going to have to wash my hair every day. Yeah. Right. Who has the time? I can't be going out with wet hair all the time. Preach. Incorrect. I was watching Queer Eye. How like, do you sleep then with that? <laughs> so here, that's what I was thinking, right? So I, I have one of those like silk scrunchies that you um, put your hair back in. Apparently, I was like, this is going to save me, right? It's fine. <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh, it's covered in so much of your hair. Please put that away. She's taking out her scrunchie. It's covered in her blonde hair. <laughs> so I was like, but every time I'd wake up and yeah, my hair would be flattened. And I was like, this is no good to me, right? I, I It's ruined. JVN on Queer Eye was like, put a bit of your product, which I did, a couple of pumps of my product, bit of leave-in conditioner, did that, all into a bottle with some water, shake it up. I just spritz the end of my, I spritz my hair, scrunch it through, it's back to curly. And then I get on with my day. The thing that I'm most blown You're away by. You're making it sound easier than it is. No, no, no. I know you no, are. No, no. That's the thing is, for so long I was like, it cannot be. It must be, I'm not, and I was just weighing it down, weighing it down with product, and then it would just get like limper and limper. But it turns out I just need to leave it the fuck alone. All that's going to happen when this episode comes out is we're just going to start running into the listeners of this with just insanely bad curly hair. <laughs> being like, you're right, it works. It's a miracle. And I will no. inevitably be like, you look great. And you'll be like... Ugh. No, I'm not, I'm not. I will say several things. Stop using shampoos with sulfates in. Use a co-wash every other wash and try not to use sulfates. What sulfate. the fuck's a co-wash? Okay, so a co-wash is like a like a Buclam or a Diva shampoo that just doesn't have sulfates in, basically. Like Pantene Privé. No, that would be bad for your hair. Okay. So Fuck. just get curly hair products. That like it's really easy. Loads of the loads of the ones in Lush are good, and uh, they're all on Amazon. Like, and just, I love a natter in Lush, so I'm in. Yeah, or just sulfate free. <laughs> sulfate free is fine. So that's the that's the other thing. Great. And, and to say condition, obviously your curls need moisture. Like they're dry, yeah. they're dry, they're dry. And um, then I realized, don't put oil and all that crap in. It just weighs your curls down. I was trying. They need to bounce up. So just one product, yeah. you're good. Oils are for one thing, cooking and fighting and porn. You, you can put oil. Which is the same thing. You can put oils <laughs> at the end when it's already dry, but not when it's wet. Um, and the last thing I would say that I have realized is that... Um, more steps than you know is more steps. No, no, I'm just saying with the shampoo, that's important. But the other thing is it takes, it took me a couple of times. Like when I first did it, my hair was like, I was like... I remember that day. Yeah. Bye. You look great. So natural. But it turns out <laughs> hair basically like it gets used to being dragged down, so it sort of stayed dragged a bit. And after honestly, after a couple of washes, I was like, oh, it's getting curlier by each wash because it's like being left to do its thing. Like when you wear a bra that's too small and you have full boob, and then even when the bra's not on, you still have like the extra bit of boob coming out the top. I've not found that to be true. But so like I if you wear a bra that's two sizes too small, you know, we've all seen it on babes when they're like wearing a bra too small and they're wearing a t-shirt and they've got like four tits. Yeah. they've got like the gathering But when you the take top. the bra off, surely they just fall if back. If you've had it on for so long, the boob molds into four no, boob. No, it doesn't. It does. It no, does. It oh my life. I had no, four boob the entire of 2010. Behave yourself. And it was like molded into my Behave body. Behave yourself. Now, we're luckily back to two boob. Yay, two huge <laughs> boobs. Um, well, yeah, I just think there's like, not muscle memory, I but essentially. I swear my feet are a different shape because I was desperately trying to be a smaller shoe size when I was younger. Well, yeah, I guess foot binding is a real thing, but yeah, you shouldn't illegal, have been doing it. But I'm going to show them 
Um, I won't take my socks off. That's probably too kinky. Isn't yeah, it? I don't but want them. Sign up for the Patreon. And I no. have like it goes in so significantly there, Her but my toe is filthy. basically. <laughs> How is that? They're supposed to be purple. That's not white. Is it on the bottom? Is it filthy? It's filthy. Okay. Well, at the end of the day. <laughs> I live with a severely molting, middle-aged Asian man. <laughs> there is a lot of black hair around our flat. Okay. okay. It's mixed in with my long blonde hair. But I think I fucked myself because my... quite an incline. Toe, yeah. Yeah, it is. And this toe is like Please basically attached to the other toe because it's been pushed in. And this is something I would like to talk about more in depth. Evidently, since Ooh. you got from curls to that, please put your fucking I butt on the table. I also want to end up on wiki feet. Please give me five stars. I don't Thank think you. they will. Why, why did you want a smaller shoe size? Because I am a size nine, which means that down. I go, okay. Thank you. <laughs> How many times can you ask Take me? your foot put off the your fucking foot table. Down. I was, I think this is quite common for anyone who's like in a body shape that doesn't mean they can shop on the high street so my foot size is nine which means that i can't buy shoes on the high street most places particularly growing up now there's a couple i mean i still have to order them online because i'm a wide fit but like everyone was getting the same shoes from new look and from like primark all the shit places but i wanted what everyone else had so i was in denial about my size trying to convince myself that i was a size eight or a seven do you think you're less of a like follower now that you've had to embrace like just being having bigger feet i want to say it's part of embracing it i also think i'm lucky enough that i've got to a point with like support from this podcast and also with comedy going better and better that i can afford to get shoes that fit me i think you can't always like i still i need to make more of an effort to get less like i buy so much fast fashion but sustainable fashion that comes in my size like where there isn't vintage that fits me just in yeah. general because back yeah. in the day apparently everyone was like a fucking toddler <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. insane yeah so i think it is i can now afford to buy shoes that fit that is one thing i find a little bit frustrating about like the um sustainability movement in clothes which i think is vital and important but i oh, do it think is. i do think the sort of first of all first of all I don't think that most women are doing fast fashion as it's actually understood. Like when we talk about influencers who are like throwing away things after they've worn it twice, I'm like, I can wear a new look dress for 12 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That's Mm -hmm. not fast fashion, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing to say is, I think it forgets, like when people are like, just do charity shops. You're like, sweet. And if I was a size six to Maybe twelve. Andrew does I better could. in charity shops for women than I do. Yeah, that is. He's got the better shape than I do for charity shops. Well, he's buying elderly, dying women's clothes. So and with, they look good on with him. shoulder Thank pads. You. So they really do. But I just mean like it's it's really hard if you're a bigger woman to go into I a charity shop. I think bigger and tall. So like the chances I have my bigger, exact leg and weight measurements are really. It's just yeah. But there are things that are coming up now, but being able to afford to do it is yeah. another thing. Yeah. But actually, that would be actually quite useful for me. If anyone listening to this does know any like plus size, like good brands, like not a bank breaker. I'm not at that point yet, but I am yeah. willing to pay a bit more for something yeah. that's sustainable. Yeah, totally. It's a shame because New Look does such fucking cute stuff. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you should have been... I feel like we're both past New Look age-wise. But like vibe-wise, I'm thinking for... So I've made a couple of... I know we've already done New Year's. Like that was a month ago. A month yeah. and a half ago I know, at this point, crazy. really. I feel like I should have been a bit harsher with myself with what I wanted to be from my year. Okay, tell us. So you, you can decide. Tell us. I want to change my aesthetic. 
entirely. Okay. I want to look. Uh, first of all, who learned how to say that word properly? I'm Camille so Camille corrected proud me five times at home in one day. Oh <laughs> we had a fight. I cried. I now know how to say aesthetic. You don't say aesthetic. No, you don't. What, why were you saying it five times in one day? Because we're moving and we moved. And then we had to discuss the new aesthetic of the property because <laughs> I didn't think having a Mike Tyson wall and a smaller property was a good choice for the aesthetic. <laughs> I get it. Yes, well done. So proud of you. Thank you. If you're me, you say aesthetic. 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 Forget it. I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think the vibe that suits me honestly the best always having a bum bag on, looking like I'm an adult at Disney World who's been there for a week's holiday. So a bit dishevelled, a bit tired, spirit jersey on. Because I already have only big, colourful jumpers. I don't know that that's true. And then I'm just going to start bringing back fat lasses wearing shorts all year round. Can you? <laughs> I'm sorry, we don't see it enough. Obviously, we get them out in the summer and it's suddenly a big thing. I'm going to be the big lass in February, just wandering around with little denim shorts on. I like It's called body positivity. <laughs> No one wants to see it. I don't want to get him out, but I will do it I for feminism. I disagree. You have killer legs. You actually should wear more I shorts. I do have killer legs. I know. But when I was showing them off a minute ago, you were like, get them off the table. Was it your leg that I had an issue with? It was, was it attached leg? to it. Was it your leg? Where does the leg start? That's I felt an interesting like, question. It with your dirty Where does sock? the leg start? Not with your dirty sock. You know what? This is one of those classic debates. This is like philosophy. <laughs> Where does the leg start? As it's old like, as it's time. like that famous philosophical thing. It's not on with the your spring dirty onion. Sock. Where do you stop cutting? Uh, above the ankle. The leg starts above the ankle. Yeah. And certainly not at your Where filthy Where does the thumb. ankle end? Make it. A, make it. I, I, I can't. I'm not going to answer that. Don't do, don't do it with her. But it's like, you know, on the spring onion, wh- I, uh, this is the white <laughs> and yeah. that's the end of the green. Yeah. Tell me when to stop. Okay, go. I'm going to do it towards the camera. Okay, go. So we're all the way through the white. Keep going to the start of the green. Keep going to the two thirds down the green. And it's just dregs. Cut. Stop. I would use that top part for salad. Just me personally. Oh, okay, I get that. Andrew, M, where would you have stopped? Earlier or later? I try to use as much of it as possible. I don't like spring onion. What? I, I would use the whole thing. Correct. Okay, yeah, I think I, I think I should be using the whole thing, actually. I should stop wasting And you're time. the reason. There's global warming, and the next tsunami's going to be called the Bohart. Wow. <laughs> I'll put it out there. I'm saying it. Okay, I feels like you don't know anything about meteorology, but that's all right. It's um, the same thing. And I do know meteorology. I've seen Bruce Almighty when he lasses the moon and he brings it in too close and there's loads of problems and Jennifer Aniston's upset. I know how it works. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you remember that scene? It was consider iconic. Consider me correct. Like he um, was God and within 10 minutes, the character of God had wished that he brought the moon closer and made her breasts bigger. That was <laughs> I'm sorry, I've just got... No, no, I, I just, it just, you're making me think about wishes is making me think that you didn't tell us what you should have done as your... Oh, I will tell okay. you. But when I was younger, we went to Sunday school every Sunday. We were like super involved in the church for a few years. And um, when I was in like, I think I was like 12 and you sort of like age out of like baby Sunday school into bigger Sunday school. So one of the men, like one of the stewards of the Methodist church had like a night at his for the older religious kids. And we watched Bruce I'm sorry, Almighty. I'm sorry. And he, we win the fuck. We did it. I know how it sounds. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure his name was Norman. What? And 
I was like, Norman, no. Norman wears a like a parka. What are you talking about? This is Christianity in Northeast Hampshire. Please be respectful of it. Okay. And we had to go to his, and he clearly picked out what he thought was a wacky Christian movie, which was Bruce Almighty. Oh and then when the breasting happened, you could just see him and his wife in the corner being like, oh shit. Oh <laughs> shit. It's not right. So, what are your revised? So, that's my aesthetic. And then they go full Disney. And also, I'm going to get into theatre. I thought you were already into theatre. No, no, no. I'm into musical theatre, which I've been told repeatedly without songs. I'm so excited. I'm going to see Wuthering Heights. How are you saying that? Wuthering. Okay. It sounds like Withering, but it's got a U in it. Have you read the book? It's, uh, yeah, well, I've heard the song. (laughs) (laughs) And have you read the book? The song, okay, I don't want to be a dick right now because I know reading books is important, but like, the song is the book, right? Heathcliff, it's me, I'm Kathy, I've come home. I'm so cold, let me in through your <laughs> okay. window. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Heathcliff. So Kathy clearly has had a fight with this Heathcliff fella. Mm. She's been chucked out on a cold night, which isn't <laughs> ideal. <laughs> and she's basically like, come on, Heathcliff, let me in through your window. Silly so me, they've you've clearly, got it. You've I'm it. assuming in Act One, there's a problem with the door lock. You uh, Listen. <laughs> yes. And then there's, there's some sort of it. dance and, a, and she's wearing a, a red dress. The thing I love about you is you're so cultured. Um, yeah. I'm I think in a national theatre. Fabulous. I'm actually proud of you. Can I give you an update on one of my resolutions? 100%. Because I really wanted to stop drinking for the year. And so, You're doing it though. So far I'm doing it. You're actually doing it. I know. It. I started on the 29th because I thought if I wait till the 1st, it'll feel like some sort of big... I just was like, come on, let's just get it over with. Mm-hmm. Rip the bandaid off. And um, Also, when a girl's got perfectionism, why not start a use resolution on the 29th early? of December? <laughs> and then no that, one can beat me at all. That's what it is. Extra if anyone days. else is sober for the full year, well... Actually, I started on the 29th. <laughs> I don't know who that was. Um, but yeah, I started on the 29th and it's going really well. And I have an app which makes it fun. And weirdly... <laughs> doesn't sound like you think it's fun. Weirdly, I'm enjoying it. You are. You were saying this the other night when I was I was drinking. Sorry, I don't I don't um, want to be one of those people. Who, I hate that. Oh, no, I've actually like, got loads of sober friends. My mum was sober for most of my childhood. Okay, like, but I, I think I'll drink again. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not like, life is long. I'm not... Totes, making a rule for my whole life but I, I just wanted to be able to see if I could do it because I didn't feel like I was I don't feel like I have a drinking problem but I also felt like I wasn't choosing to drink at any point I was just sort of like oh I guess I'm drinking going right. along we used to do yeah. it every week for Giggler yeah I'd come to yours and we just get fucking blackout I'm hammered. okay with that because lockdown was fucking hard I I'm fine with it lost so many Pokemon no. bleary eyed on the bus from yours <laughs> to mine don't blame me like, for that trying to catch Pokemon going past Hyde Park just like chucking bulls I think the reason I bring it up is not everyone is being as supportive as you are. You're just like, yeah, chill, whatever. You're sober or not. I don't give a shit, right? I, and also, I like, I drink a mocktail with the best of them. But the other bit of other people, because I'm a fun mom. The point is, <laughs> the amount of people who've reacted, like, who are aghast that I will be attending specifically their events as myself is astonishing. Like, so many people are like, oh, but what about my, uh, my birthday? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. Or like, like as you. Drunk Catherine <laughs> is fun, babe. I know, but so is sober Catherine. Sober Catherine's there. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm... Sober Catherine. Sober wow. Catherine. It's right in front of you right now. Oh, yeah, um, she's right here. And she's a 
great girl. <laughs> let's once again shout out to our producer, Andrew White, for saving that from being a full-on tear moment for both of us. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, I, I don't know if anybody else is Your doing... hair looks so good. Fuck off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is doing it, but my top tip for that... And by the way, I'm getting out a lot of advice today, which is ab- really absurd because I, I don't have my shit together. It fits but in with the podcast, though, other, as always. Yeah, the thing I have really enjoyed, and I know other people don't like to rely on them because, say, if you go out and there aren't any, you feel a bit screwed, but... I genuinely love alcoholic replacements in terms of me feeling like I have something like I, I bought some fake like no secco that I put in champagne glasses. <gasps> makes feel like oh, I'm still uh, I'm still out. I'm still. Yeah. Um, like non-alcoholic gin apparently is yeah, really I love good. It. Yeah. I love the um, liar one. Ooh. I mean, I don't know any of them, but it just makes you feel like I'm still having my because it's part of it's like. I've got um, a crate of beer at home at the moment. I have some fake beers. It was, it was an absolute disaster. I thought it was lager, but it's IPA. So now Sunil's just drinking through them, and now it's gas. But IPA is way, way better than lager. I don't get it. I don't get the IPA thing. Oh, okay. I feel like Put it's a just, slice of orange in. It's kind of toxic. It's not toxic. It is. Everything can't be toxic, Helen. I'm I'm thirty. Everything's toxic. <laughs> Everything's toxic. Anyone okay. who's like slightly rude to me. They're toxic. They're a narcissist. One thing I would like your advice on. Yes. Oh my god. Really? Yeah. Me. Yeah. I know. Fuck her. No. No. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. Um, um, when in doubt, put a finger in. Oh my God. Okay. Stop, stop. Just stop. Just wait okay. for the question. Wow. <laughs> I'm so excited. I never got asked for so, advice. You know, I went to Margate on a little holiday. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, but I, I spent, a, I spent a lot of the time that I do take off and I don't take that much time off, but whenever I do take time off, I get real anxiety about not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're, you seem very good at compartmentalizing. You work really hard, but when you're on holiday, you're on holiday and you're, you don't feel bad about it. It's because I'm busy when I'm on holiday. Is that what it is? You just fill it with so many activities. Well, the, the pressure of the holiday buffet and like eating and drinking and stuff like that's a lot of things to focus on. Oh, okay. So you just you just feel. I'd say I'm still. I'd say I'm still working. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> In many ways, I'm just working on different projects. Oh, okay. So I thought you might give me some advice on how to unwind and like let go. No, of- I do know what you're saying. It's that thing of like when you're self-employed, you feel like you've got to be constantly working because if you're not, then you're missing out on something. Yeah. You're not earning, so you're actively losing money, and it yeah. is a massive stress. We are inherently better at working with a rest. Yeah. You just are. Like, even... We all know what it's like when you're working with someone. We're like, they work so much and they're all go, go, go. They come in frazzled because their mind is in, like, a hundred different places. Yeah. It's... It's not that you're taking time off work. You're getting yourself better for the next week. And I totally know that it feels stupid saying not working is better for work. No, I know what you mean. But picking a specific time to, like not do it means you are better and nicer to work with in general i think i needed to hear that i just because i do i get immediate guilt like oh my gosh i should be i could be do, I, this is but an do hour I the could guilt be... goes within like 10 hours um or two no <laughs> no no which is really bad i know and, but it's important to not work because then what is. are you working for yeah, you're you're so right. No, you're absolutely right. And I, but I think I just needed to hear that out loud. Um, Do you tragically. want me to tell you the example of the man who works so much? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love your parables. Just didn't his have name. The name his name is Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh no! Okay, fuck <laughs> off. And he would not stop bloody working. <laughs> he couldn't stop himself. All that money, but who to share it with? People, people were there happily waiting. And go, do you think Scrooge went Mallorca? No. No. And he could. He had enough money. 
B was just there, just counting, counting, counting. Yeah. Pathetic. And I know that sometimes you just look at your bank balance just to fill an afternoon. I I, I think as well, like, when you're... When you're so far away from plausibly doing something like owning property, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like... Well, it depends on the property you want. You could buy a Wendy house for like 50 quid. <laughs> That's so true. You know what? I don't know what I was thinking. Perspective. But, but say when you... But you feel like you're at an age where you should be able to do those things. I feel like anytime I'm not working, I'm like not... You know... But you will... I, I, right, I understand what you're saying, but I'm literally going to come back with the same point. You're not working so that you can go back to work even more refreshed, even more focused. I come up with ideas and I get so G'd up to work. So even when I take a break, because I genuinely love what I do. You love what you do. Yeah. With a break, I get so excited to go yeah, back. I've true. got these ideas. Oh, I want to try this on stage. Oh, I want to try and get this pitch in. I want to write this script. Yeah. And Without that break, everything feels like a stress. And I think that does translate into your work. Yeah. So you take the break and you come back even better and stronger, which inevitably, if we're talking purely financial, you will make more money in the yeah. end okay. by being passionate and excited She's by what you wise, do. She's wise, guys. And this isn't she saying is you need to spend like a month in Barbados. It can just be yeah. spending two days at home and doing an email alert to people being like, hey, I'm having a weekend. Yeah. Anyone ever heard of these? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. But it's it's fine. I do think people are better in the end of it. Right. Look at these jobs. Look what happened to him. He worked so hard, he got cancer. <gasps> right? Is that how it worked? I don't know how we got Helen. it. Okay. But like either way, worked a lot, you know? Whereas Richard Branson, still alive and has an island. Huh? Yep. Business. <laughs> <laughs> I did economics A level. Okay, that's correct. GDP. I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has given us a five-star rating and review so far on Whoop. iTunes, who has commented and liked on our videos on YouTube. It makes such a difference because we are a baby podcast. We are producing it ourselves and we really appreciate it. And we would ask you, if you haven't done it already, please do just chuck out some likes. It makes a massive difference to us and being able to keep doing it. Only five-star reviews, please. We've got some gorgeous ones. I love reading them. Helen let's hates not, the let's, one let's bad just, one. Let's forget about the one bad one. <laughs> let's forget about it. Please keep telling us that you love the oinks. It makes my world feel complete. I hate and it. And what we found really works is if you do really enjoy the podcast and you're not able to support us in any other way, supporting us by listening is amazing. And please tell five friends and family members about it this week. And it makes such a huge difference. Massive. And all, as does sharing our videos on Twitter or Instagram, it makes such a big difference please and thank you thank you so this week Helen this week we don't have a guest I love this I love how you're <laughs> like we don't have a guest like it's I'm an like, awful oh, thing <laughs> I love it just being the two of us That's and so M, nice. obviously yeah Andrew's not Andrew's here Andrew's gone Andrew's disappeared halfway through this episode so great girls night basically <laughs> I told Andrew in the extras what Disney character he was and he stormed off crying so it's all <laughs> over with it's all over with so we were like screw it let's just carry on without him I was at a gig the other day. well we were at our gigless gig the yeah, other yeah, night yeah. and Emma I don't know if you ever have this but um, I, there was this 
three people in the front row, right? A married lesbian couple and one of their moms who'd clearly like tagged along to what was evidently a date. And I was trying to explain to Helen that this happens all the time if you're a gay woman. Like, you know, I didn't realize, I didn't think. It used to happen all the time when we had a house, when I like have lived with housemates in a couple, right? Like Ma. where if you, like, you'll be like, oh, we'll have a romantic dinner. And every member of the house is like, girls night. And oh. you're like, no, it's not, it's not girls night. We fuck, we fuck. It's not girl. It's not girls night. It's, it's not so girls cringe. night. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I so, can't. But I now feel like I'm bringing that same energy whereas I, I was like, girls night. Um, because I've never taken the guy home that I was dating. And when I lived at home as a teenager, my mum was so like, get the boy out of your bedroom. <laughs> get the boy out of your bedroom. I've never had this problem. No, whereas moms, when you bring home a lesbian partner, they're like, let's all go shopping. And you're like, no, no, we're, we were going to do a thing oh that's like... God, I don't even want to go shopping with my mum, just me. Right? Even though she still tries to trick me into doing it by saying... I'll buy you a pair of jeans. I'll buy you something. And I'm That's like, not- it's not worth it. No, it's not. It's not worth the 25 pounds you're going to drop in Dorothy Perkins, man. <laughs> like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not being tricked into this again. Because I don't, I have to go out of the changing room and let her thumb me in front of all the other mother and daughters <laughs> as they all sit there, like, praising each other. Where is she and thumbing? Around like, the hip? You're or- not a size 22. You're lying to yourself. Like, that wow. Oh, my God, my mother. Wow. Hi, Quite- Anne, if you're listening. Hi, Anne. Oh, congratulations is- on your size eight figure oh my god that you like to tell us about all the time you know what size sometimes eight. you aren't hungry I'm we gonna, get it i'm gonna say something about Anne. size eight at her age probably makes her look gaunt on the face there we go there no, we fucking sorry. go sorry you know what's sorry. annoying it doesn't no <laughs> <laughs> i wish it did i wish it did it doesn't she looks really good and she can do the splits but she will tell Are you, you and show you kidding yeah she's very flexible wow is there not not and regardless obviously but like gen- Anne, Anne i'd out. say maybe it's more impressive at her age but so like but i would say ages between between the ages of 15 to 45 is yeah. there anything more obnoxious than a woman who's like i can do the splits do you want to see you're like no okay i do that can you do the splits yes what it's like i uh, it's not through training what it's just something that I can do. What? But it's not like an active training thing. Are you both very hyper-flexible? Maybe. I don't think I'm very flexible. I don't know. I've never done like a flexibility test. You can do the split. Yes. Well, not like side on, like just straight out. That's incredibly impressive. Em, am I? That's impressive, right? Yeah, that's incredibly impressive. Thanks, Em. But but I'm really, really proud of you that that hasn't become like an obnoxious party piece. Have you not seen me do this? No. You know what? It's because I got burnt my last year living in Germany by doing it and ripping trousers. I did it, but the trousers, like, I... There's certain outfits you can do it in, and obviously there's certain outfits you can't do it in. Yeah. And so I went through a lot of years of pulling my skirt up and just doing it just with legs. Oh wow, that's also very. Exposing. It's still a strong choice. Oh, yeah, it's still yeah, a strong yeah. Choice. Quite exposing. Um, but with jeans, I had a massive rip, but not in the company of people I could say I had a rip to. I think it's a true testament to you that I didn't know you could do that because Thank everyone you. who I know who I, because I've seen them do the splits is a bad person. Um, I want to show you. No, no. Keep I'm wearing it. jeans. That's the problem, though. Keep jeans you don't want to have to go out with Anne to buy some more okay we've been over this <laughs> and then she'll make me go to like a big lady shop and she'll point out how much better it is for me to be there oh, <laughs> oh my god come on why Did I tell they? you she wants this is like one of the traumatic memories from my childhood yeah. which isn't technically traumatic yeah but it was like it stays with me to this day so my mother for all of her 
oh, that's really difficult. She's great. She's very liberal. She's yeah, very yeah. like on yeah. things. And we went to H&M in Reading. Now, Reading for us, when we were growing up, would be our town we went to for the bigger shop. Oh, God. Clearly, there was like a wedding or a funeral as well as needing some new outfits Reading for school. Reading was a big day out. Reading was Jesus, the big day. Reading funny. or Basingstoke. But Reading was the bigger one. The only thing I know that's good about Reading is that it's not that far from Manchester or somewhere else you might want to get to. Okay, well, your geography, once again, is no, it's frankly like, disgusting. No, but when you go to Reading, they're like, frankly they're disgusting. like, it's only three hours to Manchester. It's only three hours to this place. It's only three. And you're like, that's a terrible thing to say. About it's, it's close to Oxford. <laughs> no, I didn't say it was close. I just mean like the way people sell it to you is like, it's, it's not around the corner. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. My dad used to work in Reading, in the sewage Hi. there. Um, uh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> but she, I was like, I must have been about 13. And we went first thing for the shops to open. Yeah, obviously. Now, obviously, when you're from Fleet, if you go shopping in Reading, there's a risk that someone else will be doing the exact same thing shopping with their mum. Oh, God. If you want to go early, you don't have any run-ins. It's mm-hmm. not good for anyone involved. Mm-hmm. We're in H&M. It's just open. It's just us in there. Yeah. Inevitably, you're nervous. It's not going to fit. It's not going to work. We're going to have an argument. We like different things. Mm-hmm. I come out. I like what I'm wearing. That <gasps> never happens. I'm wow. 13. I'm like, it fits. It works. Let's buy this. And we can be in the car and home Gorgeous. in like an hour. This could be amazing. I come out. She looks at me and goes... That's not right. <gasps> and I was like, what? She's like, that's not right. She's looking at the mirror I'm looking in. She's like, that's a slimming mirror. You're not that thin. And I went, what? What? And then she was like, I'm going to tell the shop manager. And I was like, mummy, no. Mummy, no. Mummy, please, no. Like, please don't get anyone. Please don't get anyone. That's and she went and got the shop assistant was like, that's a slimming mirror. This is bullshit. You're lying to young girls. And I was just standing there like, mommy, please, please, mommy, please, please. Just like freaking out. And then I put my Hell, clothes on and then horrible. I leave. And then we have to have like a crying Costa and a talk about it. That's and horrible. She was doing it for political reasons. But all it was for me as a 13 year old being like, please, please don't do this. Like, I don't, I can't start today like this. That's objectively horrible. But you're 13, so you're trapped. But she basically went, Oh, no, 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 no. You like yourself in this. Yeah. But you can't see what we you look like. can't possibly have that. Awful. That's horrific. She's great in everything apart from body. Good Lord. You know what, though? Like, And I will never fully recover from that. No, how could you? That's... So I look in mirrors and changing rooms, and if I like it, I'm like, oh, I'm probably being tricked. That's Even deplorable. A couple of weeks That's ago, deplorable. I was filming something. I had my own trailer. And I put it on and it was my size and everything, but it's always a nerve wracking thing when you go to film yeah, something that they've brought a costume for you. Even though you've had a chat and you've told them their si- your sizes, I always feel like, and I really double down when I'm telling people my sizes. I'm like, yeah. I'm this size, yeah. but also I'm very tall and I've yeah. got really big breasts. And like shout out to everyone for this past year who has been amazing and they've all gone on like a glove. But this went on so well, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look nice, it's gotta be a slimming mirror. Fuck. And then I actually asked the costume women, I was like, is that a slimming mirror? They went, no and i was like oh yeah no yeah obviously who who do those exist <laughs> like that's insane that's so awful it's weird isn't it you know something? i think i think that that notion of like never recovering i totally understand because do I you do... have a traumatic shopping story not not a shopping story but there are so many moments in my life where i'm still unpacking the bullshit that we're taught about our bodies and we grew up in like as in as did everyone prior uh-huh. to now slash still is now like grew up in such a toxic environment like for example my sister reminded me the other day that the woman I read most about when in my like early teens yeah. was Bridget Jones. Yeah. And Bridget Jones' main character flaw was, was that being she was massively fat. fat. She was morbidly obese. Morbidly obese. She was and then my sister was like, What weight was she? And I was like, Oh, like two hundred stone. She in the books is nine and a half stone. 
Nine and a half stone. And that's at the beginning when she's at correct, her heaviest. Correct reply there. Um, what the literal fuck? We were all taught that that was like, like that that was her main flaw. Like she's this like lumpy, dumpy one who can't find love and is constantly trying to fix. If only she could just have some goddamn fucking self-control. Nine and a half stone. It's mad, isn't it? What the fuck? Like, and I'm like, oh, no wonder I spent my whole life hating my body. Like, that's- I think like, so obviously, classically, you're coming from the book angle and I'm coming from the film angle. Yeah. But I remember I hadn't read the book. I've read it now. Yeah. But the film coming out and there was, we would even talk about it at school about how Renee Zellweger had to gain weight for the role. And it was like, oh my God, now she's got to lose it. That's so awful. It's so she gained like five pounds. She, well, no, she probably gained more than that, but she became ultimately like a size 10. A normal size. And like, like if I didn't, no, well below the average. Well below the, maybe no, it's the maybe. the average should be 10. I know the average is 16, but last is seriously, we need to start eating more celery. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. It. It's not fair and the people have to look at us. No, fuck off. It's disgusting. But it's so crazy. <laughs> Like, it's absolutely insane. This reminds me of literally a minute ago. We were all having lunch outside together, me, um, Catherine and Andrew. And me and Em were sitting on, like, a long bench. (laughs) And Andrew and Catherine on the other side. And, like, automatically in my brain when I'm on a long bench, I'm very aware of the balances of the person who's sitting at the other end of the long bench. Because if I stand up, then they might go over and vice versa. And I was, like, about to stand up. And I was like, oh, Em, heads off. I'm going to stand up and you might. And I was like, no, wait, you're thin. Just that moment of clicking that I stood up and there was no movement. And I was like, wow, I really need to. Yeah, I can't just assume. I assume everyone is the same as me <laughs> and has my experiences That's all the time. That's a nice way to be, yeah. I guess. But um, yeah. I'd, I'd rather be the fat person in that situation because I like on a seesaw. I never have to worry on a seesaw. I have to worry on a bench. How often are you on a seesaw? Twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> but th- I've seen some. Oh, my God. Seesaws when in I was my a head, teenager. You therapy and you on all a go hang out in the park, even though you're teenagers. I ruined a couple of Emma's and Lauren. <laughs> ruined them. Like, vaginally, they were fucked. We got it, we got it, we got it. <laughs> just me going, boom! Oh. oh, Just watching Tori Ratcliffe's cunt split in two. Devastating. Like. Devastating. <laughs> Shout but out to Tori, like, I love we're you. We're trying to unpack so much stuff, and it's like, I don't really know how you get past it. Like, We, we can't, we can't. But, like, I don't know about you, but, like, for, to live in a time where, like, I think we are still, we still bind so much goodness and badness, like to fat mm-hmm. and thin. And mm-hmm. it's like, when you're like, even when you're thin, it's still like so bound in that is your goodness. Mm-hmm. I always like trot it out. And I know this is not a, this is a, like I, the, the world favors thin people. I know that. Oh no, like, I was thin for a while. It was amazing. But I was trotted out as like, it was like, Oh, she's Catherine's so thin. She's so thin. Isn't this great? Yeah, she's done it. Mm-hmm. And then, and compared to like cousins, which is just horrific. Imagine having them stand there with their mothers going, see if you could just be like, mm-hmm. but it meant that like I was petrified to change. Yeah. Petrified and starved yeah. myself for so long to try to stay the same size as I was when I was 16. And now that I eat like eat enough for my brain to function, mm-hmm. I, I can never be that size. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've somehow lost goodness. And that's fucking insane. All I can say is like everyone's body's their body. But my body when I was thin, all I was was thin. Yeah. Because I had to put so much work, effort and focus into it. Yeah. There was no room for anything else. Yeah. But like other people, it doesn't work that way. Other people have to put loads of work into being bigger to gain weight. Yeah. Or to be funny. 
and that's the problem we have. You know well, what I mean? It's, it's easy like... to be fat and funny. Like, <laughs> honestly, honestly it is. Because there are things that are but funny or fat compulsory. people and thin people. Like, if a thin person falls down, it's a worry. When a fat person falls down, it's like TV burp. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is. It's better. It's like no, when but... you surprise a fat person when they're eating. Really funny. Surprising a thin person eating. Sad and haunting for some reason. Oh, no. But if, you, if I'm eating cake and you go boom, and I go, oh! You're like... <laughs> <laughs> but you surprised Victoria Beckham eating cake and you're like, oh no, she was getting her food for the year. Yeah, just let her have it. Let her have it. Keep sorry, going, keep, keep going. going. <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't look directly at you. Oh, oh God. It's just so fucked. We just spend so much We're so time fucked. Do we try ourselves. and fuck someone else up? No, I just hate that we spend so much time torturing ourselves. Like, I just, like, and I, I really, like, I constantly have to remind myself that I am the most successful I've been since I started eating. But like so that, that's a fucking weird because you've got energy to think and do it's things it's a weird thing to have to like tell yourself like this is good this mm-hmm. is good this is good you're, yeah but you're you know that it just takes one comment or one look or one oh, slightly God. tight seat on the Piccadilly line yeah but I yeah but I think you know what I was when I was talking to my sister about this and like all I could conclude all we could conclude from the conversation was just consistently like we gotta leave young girls alone Mm-hmm. We gotta just leave them and their bodies the fuck alone. Just stop talking about it, you fucking weirdo. I feel like you're saying that directly to me because no, I'm, I'm trolling not. Pancake. I'm not. No pancake dessert. No, <laughs> but no. I, I feel like I just need to keep reminding myself. And 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 my my sister said that 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 was my takeaway. I was like, we've got to leave the young girl alone and leave her the fuck alone. And my sister said something. I, that was my conclusion. Like, leave young girls be. My sister was like, yeah, and and we have to leave the young girl in us be. Like, you have to leave the little girl that's in here alone. That's cute. And I was like, oh, I know that's very earnest to say, but I was like, yeah, I am like, I would never say it to an eight-year-old, but I do say it to myself, uh-huh. and that's fucked. Well, it's because we're repeating Islam behavior. Yeah, it's so hard to unlearn, but I just, when she said the thing about Bridget Jones, I was like, what the literal hell have we done? On that note, with a little bit of self-acceptance and love in the air, should we solve some goddamn problems? I hate myself. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> I said a little, just a little, just a smidge and of love. And you're reading out the problem. I'm so excited. Yeah, for the first time ever. <gasps> oh my God, Em, how exciting. Um, okay, so it's quite a heavy one. Okay. okay. Um, wow, let's, what a let's, start. <laughs> let's keep who's that it, tone of earnestness. Who's it from? Um, it's from Jay. Jay. Hi, Jay. Um, there's a lot of praise at the beginning, but we'll um, we'll cut to the chase. Oh, we're um, savage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's like, there's a lot of praise, but give I, me give me one like line a of praise. Bit of the praise. First of all, I love you both. Oh, that, okay, that we love it. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much Jay. Jay. We'll read it off. <laughs> okay. Um, I've lived in London for a long time, but spent most of the time in a most emotionally abusive relationship. Oh gosh. My ex isolated me from the friendship group I made at uni, and I've lost touch with most of them over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I left him about three months ago. Uh, took a few suitcases and ran, burning bridges with all of the couple friends we have. Yeah. My problem is, I'm living alone in a flat by myself in Hackney in my early thirties, and I know basically no one in London. I don't have much of a support network at home. I'm an extrovert and it's killing me to spend all this time on my own. I've been on dating apps for the crack and I can feel myself using sex slash attention to fill the void Mm. when what I really need are some mates. Uh, I'm going to gigs on my own, walking through graveyards, wearing long scarves, murdering all my sims. (laughs) Love that. Love that feature. Murdering all my sims. (laughs) I love that. Please Uh, help. Thank you. First of all, congratulations on leaving a toxic relationship. Yeah, I just wanted to say, first of all, well fucking done. I'm Mm -hmm. really proud of you. And that's so brave Mm -hmm. and well done. The next thing to say is, all I ho- of our listeners need friends. Have you noticed that? Yeah. 
Are we not going to talk about that? No, no, they're not alone. A hundred percent. But I think, uh, well, do you, I think I have a couple of things and I'm sure you have a couple of pieces of advice. I feel here. like we have said a couple times in the podcast about like feeling lonely in London and finding the other people, your people at groups, at activities, yeah. at clubs. But lonely isn't just people. Like yeah. it's that like the finding the people that you lost. A hundred percent. I... Can, I would say you that I have um, a couple things. First of all, um, I had a big breakup and it wasn't... When? Shut up. It wasn't out of an abusive <laughs> dynamic, but I did have that in, in, initial fear, especially because it was during lockdown, that um, I wouldn't have friends because people mm-hmm. would have to choose and they wouldn't choose me. And what I have realized is that in in the adult world people kind of are more on board with the fact that you don't have to choose. So the first thing I would say is like, when you say you burn bridges with all of your old friends, that I wonder how much of that is true or how much of that you just suspect is true. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's worth because I think you will regret it if you don't. If you reach out and they don't get back to you, you've nothing lost, right? Mm-hmm. You already think they're gone. But if you reach out and say, I miss you, I would really like to be your friend, I wonder is that something they have space for when I'm, you know, not with this person. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how many people will go, fuck yeah, we miss you too. We just didn't know whether or not you wanted to hear from us. Like it was an awkward blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So there's that, first of all. And don't you, he doesn't get to take the friends. You get to at least put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. The other thing to say is um, I would strongly encourage you coming to Gigless Live and meeting like-minded people. There's, It's always like... Even if you come by yourself, I feel like... They often stay for drinks afterwards. Yeah, and even if they don't, it's just like, it's a community vibe, Mm -hmm. which I really like. Um, I would say, if you can, you don't have to say I'm coming off dating apps, but what if you came off dating apps for a week or two? Well, this is a separate thing, isn't it? It's all part of it, but the, like, trying to replace, like, this relationship you're in. Yeah, because you're not going to find, you're not going to find someone good when you need someone for attention like you you'll only that'll attract the worst possible people so if you came over for a week or two and thought to yourself every time i'm bored or every time i want that attention i'm gonna reach out to a person i haven't spoken to in a while mm-hmm. um or monetize it and become a sex worker no it's always an option you know if you're gonna self-harm you might as well make money from it no <laughs> i do not endorse or or judge that advice um but based on how this person is feeling at the time i think it's probably not a great one the other thing is uh Please treat yourself to some therapy. I, I mean that. Not in terms of it being a replacement friend, but in terms of like, goodness me, you've been through a lot. And it's really hard to get to know yourself. Oh, hell knows, I don't want to do it. But mm-hmm. if you do have to do it, it's nice to do it with somebody who is making sure that your best interests are at heart. Totally. Um, after that... Join a goddamn old school activity. I'm an extrovert. Brownies, become a brown owl. You Just could, do you it. could be a leader. Make all your yeah. friends little ten year olds and tell them about your trauma and warn them against it. <laughs> like, that'd be the best brown owl meeting of all time. I totally get being an extrovert, and I think like an activity where people have the opportunity to socialise, but at least there's something to do whilst yeah. you do it. Like, I don't know if you're a choir person, if you're a hockey person. My housemate's now in a D&D group. Yeah, I mean, I'm not allowed to be home when he does it, but like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, there's stuff you can do. I don't know, like, if it's if it's a sport, that's easy enough. If it's, if it's singing, that's easy enough. If it's a class, <gasps> do a class. Let's do netball together. Oh my gosh, yeah. Jay message. <laughs> Please. But I think, like, really, really, if you can, if you can take some time to go, to be proactive about doing something instead of like, uh, doing something that will, might be helpful rather than hurtful. You deserve that. One more thing to add. Please. This is just so much, Jay, because there's a lot going on here. These are all options. You don't have to do all of them. Yeah. Sounds like this partner 
cut you off from your friends from university. Yeah. They're not disappearing forever. Yeah. Reach out. Like they might be upset that they lost you too. They probably are. We've all watched that friend go into a relationship where you're like, oh, you're going further and further. Oh, and you've That's gone. That's so true. But they're still there. They're still those people that you loved and you knew for so long. Yeah. They've watched this thing happen, which is horrible because these things do, these people get into your brains. But I have been in a relationship that was quite damaging and been cut off from my friends before when I was in university. Mm -hmm. And I would say you're going to probably have this sense of guilt and shame. But the, the ones that are worth it will be there and want to chat about it. And if not, hey, it's yeah. an option. But also, like, what's the worst that can happen? Again, I just think, like, in the situation you're in, you've already lost them. So it, what does it... I literally would copy and paste to, like, hey, I'm really sorry I disappeared. Mm -hmm. I, you know I was in a relationship... It wasn't working out and it made me feel really bad about myself and it made me feel like I wasn't worth worthy of friends mm -hmm. without any pressure or um, I, I, I just thought I'd let you know that I, I'm here and I'd love to hang out. And I think that's just classic, like even talking to your inner child, just sort of like take a deep breath and send it. Like my first yeah. day at Tumble Tots yeah. <laughs> when I was four and I was such, I was so nervous, like so scared of other people. And my mum just said like, just take a deep breath and go, my name's Helen, let's play. <laughs> And I literally, she saw me, got my shoulders went up, like tiny little four-year-old head, and I went, <gasps> oh. <laughs> and I turned my back to my mum, and I walked over to a group of kids, and was like, my name's Helen, let's play. And apparently I never looked back, That's and now I'm 30. So and she's like, I've cute. never seen you come back to me. Oh. <laughs> she lost me forever that moment. <laughs> and so she takes that out on you by shaming your body 100%. in department stores. My name's Helen, let's play. <laughs> <laughs> but Amazing. that is the same for the message. It's just like taking a deep breath, sending it it's sent what will be will be yeah. but you have reached out the person and you've tried yeah and look it's not a reflection on you if they don't come back to you like no the it's not they might be in a different they might be in that relationship now like yeah. god knows the circumstances are understandable you know they might have moved on whatever but like at least try and, and definitely definitely join a new activity like a class mm -hmm. or something that not only because you might meet new people but also because like it's really important to carve out things in your life that are now yours that were nothing to do with him mm -hmm. that he never touched mm -hmm. I think is really important so like if it's you I mean you went pottery making recently you're the queen of that I, I'm all for learning a new skill if you need to learn a new skill but like yeah do whatever and I think I really hope that helps but honest to God more taking time to go to be proud of yourself you did the big scary part yeah. and I'm going to recommend it and Helen's going to fucking hate it. Yoga with Adrian. Yeah, I, yeah, really I knew like it. it. Really I knew it was going like to be that. a good friend and she makes me feel better. <laughs> Are you happy now? Mm-hmm. Em, what do you think? Any last words of advice or do you think we covered it? Um, I think you covered it very comprehensively. I would say, go on, if you're queer, even yeah. though this person was in a relationship with a man, if you're also queer by any chance, there is a really good service in East London called ELOP that provides like uh, subsidised therapy. Yes, and, and actually you need it. And there are there are those provisions as well for people who aren't queer. It's just they're different services. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can absolutely look up and um, pay what you want um, subsidised therapy in the interim where you and and and. And you're absolutely entitled yeah. to do that. And then just the same blanket advice we give to anyone having a bad time. Don't watch This Is Us. Yes, don't watch This Is don't Us. That's this completely us. reasonable, very sound. Listen stuff. to Disney. Don't watch This Is Us. Yeah, and also get into like a long series if you can. Um, I found post-breakup, honestly. Yeah. Like Which one did you go for post-breakup? I don't remember. The Office, The American Office. Oh, that's a great one. How 
bugged me so much because it was like, cool, there are a bazillion episodes per series and these people, I missed them so much when they were gone, but they got me through a really tough time. I did a Heartbreak Big Bang Theory once. Nice. The whole thing. It was incredible. I love that. I also love Superstore on Netflix if you need a character-based bunch of guys. Amy, Jonah. So, it's so good. It's Dina, not good, but Dina's it's good. amazing. Don't Dina you with the birds. Yeah, love, yes. love, love. So there's some advice for you on that. Um, Last, should we do another problem since we don't have a guest? Well, how, what time are we on? Um, we have got, time. We've got plenty of time. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do one more problem. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. this is relevant to what we were talking about earlier. I have an so. in my eye. Wait a second. We can't give help until Catherine gets an eyelash out of her eye, everyone. Sorry. This is so, oh my God. Come here. No, I think it's gone. Is it gone? I can't see it. Okay. Maybe it's just a scratch now. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Let's problem go. Problem two, Lost Gates. Let's okay. go. Uh, hi, Trusty Hogs. This is from uh, P. Hi, P. Oh, I love P because it reminds me of Courtney Kardashian's daughter. <laughs> hi, Trusty Hogs and Tech Piglet. Uh, I'm seeing Aww. a few girlfriends this weekend that I haven't seen in over a year. I love them all very much. And Great. they're not particularly judgmental. However, they are all quite athletic and slender. And in contrast, over the past year, I've gained a lot of weight. Preach. Not due to negative events or trauma, just to discovering the true joys of food over various lockdowns. and I love P. I love P. Can, can you repeat that sentence? Because I think it's really, really great. <laughs> over the past year, I've gained a lot of weight, not due to negative events or trauma, just to discovering the true joys of food over various lockdowns and day-to-day -day stresses. Fabulous. I'm worried that it's going to be an obvious elephant in the room situation. And I don't know if it would be worse if it's mentioned by the others during the weekend or if it's not mentioned at all. I can't stop myself feeling self-conscious about it and I don't know if I should just own it and acknowledge it with them or just try not to think about it at all. But relatively speaking, I know deep down it's not a big issue and it won't affect their weekend, but it's still hovering over me. Okay, first of all, don't put yourself down by saying it's not a big issue because it's a big issue for you yep. at the moment. Yep. Not that weight's an issue, but it's the fear of it is an issue. Mm -hmm. I am insanely body confident. I get naked all the time. I'm nervous to go back to Germany, which I'm hopefully doing at some point soon because yep. I haven't been there in two and a half years and I have gained fuck tons since then. Yep. And I'll be around people who are German as fuck and will just say it. Oh, really? And I personally, I, with my family, I can't address it. I will wait until they make a comment, pretend I don't care and go outside and have a cigarette. Yeah. Whereas with friends, I will 100% bowl in as the fat lass, reference it myself and move on. But referencing it in a way with a full stop at the end of it. Right. So how, for example, would you do that? Oh my God, I was going to wear this outfit, but I tried it on and oh my God, I've gained so much more than I thought I had. It didn't fit. So this is me now. Okay. And and do you think that helps you in that scenario? Like, uh, genuine, like as in, is that what you think she should do? That, this is the thing. I think everyone is so personal with weight. Mm -hmm. I find it easier to mention it, get it done with. And then everything else around the weekend, I bowl into as fast as possible. Okay. Now, does this make sense? Or no. is this the thing that's in my head? So like, as fast as possible when there's like f when you've gained a significant amount of weight and you're around a lot of people the fear of eating in front of them becomes a very big thing like people are yep. watching you eat they're going to be judging what you're putting in your body yep. so as soon as the food is laid out and it's a buffet just go for it don't hang back mm -hmm. just go in with everyone grab what you want yeah it's all fine yeah if that like <sighs> 
Here's what I would If there's a hot tub situation, be the first in your swimsuit and get in. Don't be like awkward putting it on. Everyone else is fucking terrified and awkward as well. Chances are your skin's nicer than them because you're more fuller out and your tits are better than their deflated. Yeah, you got all your vitamins. You've got all your vitamins. All your vitamins. Get in the pool. Confidence is so attractive. It is. It really is. It just is. And I wish I didn't feel the need to mention it in a self-deprecating way. I'm not there yet not doing that. Yeah. I'd love it if P is, but if you're not, make a joke about it, reference it, move on. Yeah. I am. And if one of those bitches starts trying, um, DM me and I'll send you my number and put me on speaker. I have. Swear to fucking God. I think that's really good advice. I I have two things I think that might be relevant. Go for it. Um, I have some friends who love to go swimming in the sea. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of anxiety around my body, unfounded rationally, but nonetheless Mm -hmm. true for me. Um, and in order for me to, I, I really want to start doing things that I had stopped doing just because I don't want people to, I don't want to be seen. Um, and so I would usually in a scenario, I would just not get in the water. So what I did in the last time I went there and I really wanted to get in the sea because I hadn't been in the sea the whole of lockdown. Mm-hmm. I just said, Hey, I want to come swimming. Can I please ask that we just that I'm going to not talk about my body and I won't talk about your body as a cool if you do the same about me and they were all mm-hmm. like what and I was like I know it's, it might sound silly but I'm just not comfortable with it right now and if we, I'll feel better if I just know we're not going to mention it mm-hmm. and literally everyone was like that, it's interesting I was with a, a straight couple everyone's relieved when you say it oh my god <laughs> but what was interesting was it was him he was like oh my god same yes please and you know, you don't, you never know mm-hmm. who's having that same feeling, but I didn't think it would be like this. Just assume know. everyone's having that feeling. Yeah. I look like I don't because yeah. I have it the most. I think like, a, I think a bit of honesty is okay mm-hmm. too, to just be like, hey, I'm experiencing this. I, I feel a bit, I know none of you are judging me, but is it okay if we don't talk about it? And literally people will be like, of course. Yeah. The other thing to say is you've said that they're your friends. They love you. You love them. And specifically that they're not very judgmental. I would try, if you can, to treat yourself at the weekend like you would if it was any of them who'd put on weight. By which I mean... I hate that we're having this chat about So do I. Weight. So do I. But but I but I know that scenario of not... Mm-hmm. I have not gone to things because I've put on weight. Mm-hmm. I'm really... I'm already like, good for you for going. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know that's fucking... That's mm-hmm. so fucked and speaks to such a disordered way of thinking about myself. But like, if it was them, you wouldn't give a shit. Like you truly wouldn't. It's so true. You might not even notice, and if you did notice, you would like first. If any, like, but that's the most annoying thing is they probably haven't noticed, and then you bowl in and go, "Old Gubbins here spinning yeah. in the pies," and it's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Yeah, and in terms of like elephant in the room, like I don't know that they will actually be thinking, "Gosh, it's the elephant in the room," and I have a strong feeling they'll just be like, "Oh, okay." Because mm-hmm. because literally we're all so fucking self involved. Mm-hmm. We are so self involved. And when in doubt, cut a fringe and get a facial piercing. It distracts. Yeah, distract, everything. distract, distract. Big sunglasses, fun hat. Bit Big of a sunglasses fun and a fun hat. hat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. P, can you forget everything we said until this point? <laughs> if you're feeling awkward about gaining weight, massive sun hat, insane sunglasses. Are you picturing the hat glasses combo of Meredith Blake and the Parent Trap? Absolutely. Me too. That's so mad. The other thing to say Base is... Base tattoo. Yeah, like, why not? Lean in. Absolutely. Little, little, little droplet, little teardrop. Uh, make them ask the real questions. Um, but genuinely, what I would say as well is like, you're not alone. Like, who got... Who the fuck went through lockdown and didn't gain weight? I know people. What? Well, they're scabs. They're fucking scabs. <laughs> they're scabs. 
nubs. Like that is what we were all. That's what we all did because life was miserable. It was difficult. I misunderstood the saying when they said, "If you haven't got a puppy or a baby." Or an air fryer in lockdown. You haven't done it right. But I thought they were saying fryer is in deep fat fryer. So I thought we were all gaining weight. We were. That was I the... thought we were all gaining. And everyone was frying things with air. But I promise which you. Which I already have more of because of the mouth breathing. Of course. But honestly, I just think like they would never. If if they are actually thinking anything remotely judgmental, that says way more about them than you. Fucking go enjoy your weekend. Have fun with your friends. And as best you can. Fucking yeah. Just enjoy your and body. let us know how it goes. I'm genuinely excited do. for you. Please do. I think you're going to have a lovely time and be like, why was I worried? And then write yourself a little note when you come back from it to remind yourself of next time. I think that's a fair shout. I really do. When you say, by the way, just to circle back to Germany. Yeah, it's so funny because it's so interesting that you're thinking like, oh, great, they're going to mention this. Whereas yeah. like, I wonder how many of them must be like, I'm really excited to see Helen, but I also wonder if it'll be weird because, like, she's so successful now. Like, if you started comedy with them. No, but you've just done Live at the Apollo. You're just doing, you're doing big television shows. It's so funny how they... Give us a shit. But that's the point is, depending on the person, that's exactly what they'll give a shit about. And I think, or they'll be thinking, like, oh, I haven't done that much. or have Like, you'd be surprised. People's perception of scenarios are so fucking different. And there's me, like, putting it off being, like, the ideal to be uh, slightly, like, more successful and happy when I get back. And they're like, it'd be ideal if I had got one job I could brag God, about when I, I saw her. about that. You're right, Live of the Apollo's come out and I was big in that. If they've seen it, they've seen it. Yeah, but they're also... The but, damage is done, P. Right, no, that's no, Deutschland. No, no, my, my, my point was more that they'll be like, she was on fucking Apollo. What have I done? And that they also shouldn't be thinking that way. My point I is I totally just, get it. And I just... I just, I cannot make out how little of a thing life the Apollo is in Germany. But that's, but that's also great because for some people, that's how little weight means. You know what I mean? Like, they'll be like, okay, yeah, did, to what did the you? the Smurfs. Okay. No one was ever like Smurf. That's big. Do you have any other advice, then? Uh, no. You, uh, once again, very good advice. I don't think I should really be speaking that much on this because I don't really know. Like, I know that, obviously... Uh, I spoke about the troubles. You can talk about those. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But my point is that it's all in our heads and in many ways anyway. So, fucking fuck it. Also, like... Do you honestly think that you're meeting up with a gang of women and they're all like, my body's the best it could ever be? Even if they're thin, they'll fucking hate themselves for a different pound reason. thousand pound sisters, Amy and Tammy, together are a thousand pounds. They just went on holiday. <laughs> Good for them. And like, P, I'm not saying it. anything. I know you've gained weight during lockdown, but I seriously doubt you're a thousand pounds. I really doubt. <laughs> but you know what? They deserve a holiday too. Amy and Tammy? Yeah. yeah they had a great time. Apart from Tammy got annoyed on the second night and went home early. Oh. Okay, well, I bet you Amy, Amy had a better Amy time. Pissed, yeah, well, Amy was with her baby. Amy's got a baby. Tammy doesn't. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Listen, can you please let us know how the weekend goes? And thanks for writing in. And thank you for listening to Trusty Hogs. Absolutely. Right, should we all go look in the mirror and cry? Ah, what? Feminism! You, you think I'm going to believe a mirror after today? <laughs> Have a great week, guys! Thank you, bye. bye! Bye! Be kind to yourself! Don't. We should all be the ones. No, be kind to yourself. Uh. Bye! appreciate the support please help us keep the podcast going thank you so much to our exec producers guy goodman simon moores ganina bautista and mary fox we are so grateful and thank you also to our wonderful producers yes melissa dunkeld harrick duke sarah and molly aiden mcqueen caitlin lift joe holmes Mm -hmm. zoe kim doyle 
Lee Myers Cough, is that how I say it? Yeah, that's it. Rachel R, David Walker, Tim and Dom, Kira Leach, S Dubs, L, Richard Ball, Sadie Cashmore, Neil Redmond, Claire Owen Jones, Jeff and Nick, Victoria Hutchison, Emma Walton, Anthony Conway, Karen and David Bull, Harold Van Dyke were so grateful. I'm watching that list grow it's so nice. makes me feel like it's Valentine's Day every day. Oh, behave yourself in that she is almost coming, but not quite. Oh my God, it's all happening so fast. <laughs> Please join us. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.